few moments. But uh, man, uh, he is uh, Pastor John and Adrian's uh, yeah. uh, one-year-old boy. We love him so much. He's yeah. so so stinking cute. They're beautiful. But hi, everybody. Kids. Yeah. And I hope you're getting to enjoy. How about having fabulous weather for once? Fabulous weather for, on, for late, a on a holiday on a, weekend, right? Yeah. So like I know that we can't have a picnic or uh, anything for you. It's great. <laughs> But we are actually wearing hoodies today in celebration of that. Um, oh, yeah. And it's not because our house alarm went off at Odark 30 this morning and woke us did. crazily out of bed. Um, like. Petrifyingly out of bed. Yeah. Yeah, that was something else. Yeah. But it did. Uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> one of us it can was, just. Yeah, one of us went back to sleep. The other one. One of us was praying in time. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I can, fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was all good, um, but it did remind me, I, I actually sent the team today, it reminded me, just the truth is, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, uh, Jesus is coming back, and he's coming back like a thief in the night, mm-hmm. uh, and we, we need to be ready, mm-hmm. and church, that's part of what we celebrate here, I know sometimes, like when you and I grew up, there was a movie out called oh, no. Thief in the Night, right, and it was like this really, terrifying, terrifying, because if you weren't good enough, you <laughs> were getting laughed. Yeah. Right, and it was like you better not go to the movies because if you're in the movie, if you're in yeah. the movies and Jesus comes back, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. in trouble. Right, but but uh, it, it's what it reminds me of is like well, why we're celebrating is we believe Jesus is coming back. Yeah, that's the hope we have. Not just that He rose from the dead, but that He's coming back and He's coming back yeah. for all for for all those who believe. And so if you're far from God today, uh, it's okay um, because He He is still reaching out. He's pursuing you. He's wooing you. Yeah. And uh, at the end of service, we're really going to invite you to have a relationship with Him yeah. because it's not about religion, is it? It's really just about relationship. We, and we say that not just as a little cliche, but truly from experience, from Absolutely. like walking through life for a while, it being religion for us, and not even realizing the different the differentiation, the differentiation. there yeah, until correct. we had to really um, fall in love with the Lord Absolutely. versus just follow God. So we want to welcome you if this is one of your first times. Yeah. My name's Danielle. I'm Kyle. This is Kyle, and welcome to Connect. And we're so thankful that you found us. We can't tell you, church, how many people have been just connecting with us. And we said, you know, when we do come back together as a church family, it's going to be so cool because there's going to be so many new family members. Yes, um, so many. So it's really, that really excites us. So thank you for joining in. If you found us through, uh, if you came to our TKC run, welcome. Yes. Um, and we'll tell you a little bit more about that in a second. But there's a link tree link that you can click on. You can find out everything you would like to find out about the church, a little bit about what we believe and who we are. And church, that's where you can click on to give um women's just women's i don't want to go through i don't want to i'm not even going to say what it's going to be called because yeah. i'm going to let pastor jenka um do that but ladies our uh women's bible study is going to be an in-depth bible study yeah. an actual time. study yeah. of yep. the word yep. um is going to begin september 20th so we're going to start uh, giving you more details on social media, so make sure that you have the church. And they can register there at Linktree um, as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. Look, I'm just saying. First of oh, all, yeah. I don't know. The, about the ladies that. are catching up because the, the the men are already no, out in front. That's all yet. I'm saying. The men are out in front, need, baby. You need Come to on. Pay attention to production, men what? out front. You gave them wrong instructions. For, oh, um, oh, not yet. <laughs> so that's not right, yet. Fords. That's why I Fords. You can sign up at Linktree. Just you. That's right, men. That's right, men. Rock and roll. You know, you could take it. It's all good. 
Hey, we do want to just give you, by the way, there's going to be a lot of new things next week. We yeah. really want to encourage you. Join us at 11 next week. You're really we, going to You're going to want to be to there be live. We've got some great things happening, some good good announcements, uh, some uh, surprises that are coming up a lot. as well. And uh, D, before we do baby dedications today, um, I, I just want to, uh, I, I, I want us to not forget that uh, this week we were remembering yes. uh, 9/11, yes. uh, and uh, and truly celebrating all the men and women who uh, gave so much and continue. Uh, many of them continue yes. to give through yes. through the suffering that they're going through, yes. um, and we won't forget, and mm-hmm. we don't forget the sacrifices of of, of the few that have saved so many. Um, and so to all those uh, mm. firefighters, all yes. of those police officers, all yes. those medical workers yes. uh, who gave and, con- and continue to give, thank you. Yes. Um, and, ch- and, and church, can we really encourage you, this 9-11, it's not just about remembering something that happened. It's, it's also taking that time to pray for our nation, mm. pray for God to move, Absolutely. pray that uh, what he started to stir in people Absolutely. on that day will continue to stir in people, mm-hmm. uh, uh, an awakening, an awakening. Yeah. Did you come back oh. to him? And, uh, and we're going to jump in now, but I, it just kind of reminded me that, you know, I remember when 9-11 happened, obviously I was of age where I was able to remember, and, yeah. um, and our son was just very small. And we've often talked about how, um, just like how it was for our generation with other things that have happened that when you're a generation removed It's really hard to understand what it means to live in a post 9-11 world totally right. versus a, You know pre 9-11 yep. world and sometimes we'll have conversations with Jake and say like, you know That didn't even exist like it wasn't on our radar. We Correct. didn't have that kind of security We didn't go through this we didn't go that and it was determined by pre and post 9-11 and now sadly um but with uh, with a, whole, a certain kind of holiness, this generation does understand what light, what how life can be determined pre-pandemic, yeah, post-pandemic, correct. Um, pre-racial implosion in our type of generation and post. There are things that happen that are delineating factors that make your life never the same. You're correct. And the only way to truly honor those things is to not just be changed, but then bring change, change bring as change. we have been changed um, because of it. Yeah, bring change, yeah. And Jake, he was just little. Um, a matter of fact, he was at uh, school. We, we went and picked him up and, and got him. And, um, you know, that's part of what we do here at Connect is we, we are passionate about raising up uh, young children, uh, raising up a generation of kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, that don't, they're not just church kids. Yes. They're, they're, they're kids that love Jesus. Yes, yes, they, yes. they love the kingdom. Yeah. They're, they're passionate for the cause of Christ. And, um, you know, and today uh, we, we have the honor of, we're going to pray for uh, Sebastian Hernandez, little Bashy, uh, because uh, our, our children's pastors, uh, pastors Lisa and Kevin yeah. McKinney went over and did a baby dedication, distanced baby dedication yeah. uh, for John and Adrian Hernandez with with uh, with Sebastian mm-hmm. and so we're gonna pray we're gonna celebrate that you know baby yeah. dedication we, we're dedicating uh, the Sebastian to the Lord um, trusting that God's gonna continue to do what God can do we're we're, we're, we're dedicating uh, John and age uh, and praying for wisdom and favor on their life as parents because mm-hmm. we need that right now mm-hmm. and we're dedicating ourselves as a church yes. to be the kind of church that will Sebastian can grow up and love God in and be and be happy to bring his friends to. 
Um, and so, can we just pray? Yeah. We just pray with us right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for Sebastian. We thank yes, you for little Bashi. We love him, Lord God. We thank you that you knitted him together in Adrian's womb, Lord God. You knew him before anyone else. You 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 crafted him to be the man, uh, the the prophetic voice, Lord God, into a generation, the 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 hands and feet of Jesus into uh, uh, in, into his world, Lord, that you have designed him to be. And we're believing that you're going to continue to raise him, protect him, guide him, give him favor, Lord God. Yes, Lord. Pour your gifts of the Spirit into his yes, life, Lord, Lord God. Let yes, him come Lord. to know you intimately at the earliest age that he can possibly know yes. you, Lord God. Father, we pray for John and Adrian. We thank you for who they are as men, uh, as a man and woman of God, as, as pastors, as leaders, but even more as, as mom and mom dad. dad. Father, yes. we pray for wisdom in their life. We pray that you may just continue to pour out your uh, prosperity, your favor, Lord God, your insight yes, on how to God. raise yes, up God. those two boys in the way Raising that they should go so that they won't depart from mm. you, Lord God. And as a church, Daddy, we dedicate mm. ourselves to being the men and women, Lord God, to being the body that will disciple these boys, that will disciple yes. their friends, Lord God, that will be the kind of church that will lead them to you. We love you. We praise you. We give you the glory. Thank you for children. They are Thank a gift you, from you. God. Thank you for John and Adrian. Thank you for Mav and Bash, yes, Lord God. Lord. We give you glory for that family. And we're believing, Lord God, that these young men are going to be used for your glory mm. as they give you praise. And we, as we give you praise even now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And thank you, McKinney's. Amen. amen. Yeah, thanks, Kevin Lee. Love you guys. <laughs> and look, if you are parents looking to have your children dedicated, yeah. even in this season, uh, let John, let uh, I'm sorry, let uh, let let Kevin and Lisa know, and um, we're 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 figuring out ways to baptize people and do yeah. baby dedications, yeah. and yes. now I don't, this pandemic's not going to stop us. Come on, I Jesus is not confined by a building. He never has been. He never will be. Before there was an earth, there was a lamb. Come on. Mm. So uh, he doesn't need all the foundations of all the things around us for him to manifest his presence. I could preach on that. I will stop. But, 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 but we're going to talk a little bit about the will of God today. But before we, before we hop in, this, this world is, uh, is in chaos at times. And a lot of times we can lose our peace. Um, and so mm. we, can, can we just take a moment just to, to, to refocus and worship a yeah. bit? Jiggy, can I have my note, please? When peace like a river attendeth my way, or when sorrows like sea billows roll,
Amen. Father, let it be well with our souls yes, today. God. Your will be done. Yes, God. Your kingdom come. At every turn and in every way, we submit yes, to you, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. 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 Yeah, I know we went old school with that hymn, but I love it. I love it. I love that hymn because it reminds us uh, the cost sometimes of, of, of following God's will. Sure and, um, and that's what we want to talk about today. Uh, you know, in this world, you know, we know that the, wor- the, 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 the word of God is that uh, we need to follow the will of God. The purpose of God is for us to follow the will of God, right? And, and we're constantly reminded that Jesus uh, teaches us how to pray, not th- th- thy yes. kingdom come, thy will be done. He, yeah. he exemplifies it for words. us. It's right, really, right, right. That's real deal when you that, pray He's that telling prayer. you to pray that, right? Yeah. It's not the way to end a yes. prayer. It's like this is, yeah. this, is like, this is what he's saying. Yeah. And then he exemplifies it in the garden yes. before the cross where Amen. he's wrestling and he's saying, yeah. Daddy, not my will, but your will be done in the midst of this. Take the cup. And I think we, I think we understand that. Um, in order for it to be well with our soul, we, we actually need to be in alignment with the will of God. And, and, and I understand that we understand uh, we need to be in line with the will of God. But man, in today's world, it's hard to wrestle and navigate the will of God um, so that it becomes well with our soul. You know, that song was written after his four daughters die in the middle of a storm, uh, shipwrecked. And he writes it when he's sailing back past yeah. that spot again. And he says, yeah, but God, I, I can trust no matter what. I understand your will and I can be at peace. And so today, guys, we just mm-hmm. want to talk a little bit about um, actually making our peace with the will of God um, and identifying that. We're, we're actually going to talk about this mm-hmm. for the next couple of weeks because in this world that's so crazy out there, we need to learn how to uh, find our peace. Um, and the only way we can find our peace is when we actually uh, understand and walk out this thing called the will of God. And so we're back in Acts chapter 20, babe. Yeah. Um, and we're going to read, we're going to start verse uh, 17. So Acts 20, we're still in Acts. Um, and this is, the, uh, it's talking about Paul's next encounter. It says, now from Miletus, uh, he, sent F- he sent to Ephesus, talking about Paul sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church to come to him. Mm-hmm. And when they came to him, he said to them, you yourselves know how, how I lived with you the whole time from the first day I set foot in Asia serving the Lord with all humility and with tears and with trials Mm. uh, that happened to me through the plots of the Jewish people, how I did not shrink. Come on, you can underline that. Shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you in public and from house to house, testifying to Jews and Greeks of the repentance towards God and of faith in our Lord and Jesus Christ. And now behold, I'm going to Jerusalem. I'm constrained by the Spirit. Not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Spirit testifies to me, listen to this, in every city that I go to, that imprisonment and affliction awaits me there. Can't wait to get to Jerusalem. Like, right? I don't know what awaits me except I know, for, except like, for death. Exactly, right? <laughs> ultimately certain death. And, and, and right before this, he goes, they were saying he actually he didn't want to stop in Ephesus yeah. because he wanted to get there faster, which is crazy. Um, but listen, it says this, but I do not count, account my life of any value, nor is precious to myself. If only I may finish my course and the ministry, the will that I received from the Lord Jesus Christ. What is the will of God? To testify to the gospel of the grace of God. To testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And now behold, I know that none of, uh, of you among you whom I have gone about proclaiming the kingdom will see my face again. You'll never see me again. Therefore, I will testify to you this day that I am innocent of any blood, uh, of the blood of you all. Because, why? 
For I did not shrink back. Gosh. I did not shrink away from declaring the entire will of God to you. I did not shrink. You know, D, Paul's talking here about living out the will of God at all costs. Mm-hmm. Living out the will of God no matter what. And that that's the essential part of life. Yeah. How, how do we, how do we yeah. in, in today's world, how do, how do, we, how do we do this? Um, you know, you, you said something a minute ago. I just made a note. Like I felt like as if I heard um, like a woman's voice in my wow. head saying, um, you know, you said uh, that, we, that we, sometimes the struggle is that we don't understand the will of God. So we struggle to accept the will of God. Yes. Because it's nonsensical sometimes Correct. to us. And I think that God is, there's, there's kind of, and I'm sure it's not just one person, but I, I just heard one person's voice, that, that, inner, that inner cry, like, this makes no sense. Yes. I don't understand what you're doing. Um, hmm. And it can make us so question who he is. And I think that he just wanted you to know that he hears that. Like, that's a real, um, honest monologue to start with and let it turn into a conversation. And I just want to leave that there. I just think that God was, like, super honoring with with just recognizing that that's, he hears what people are talking to him about. Like, this guy, you know, Horatio, who, Spafford, who wrote this, he's not blowing off the deaths of his son died first and then his four daughters. He's not blowing it off like it doesn't matter. Right, right. he had to wrestle that out with God, but as he wrestled it out with God, yeah, there, there's that peace that comes. I think that um, the main thing that I wanted to try to convey this week, um, it, it takes it just takes a minute to hear it differently because it's one of those things where you can be talking and you think you're saying the same thing right, as someone right. else, and then you realize, oh wait, there's a nuance to that. And I and I felt um, we're talking about being compelled. I felt like compelled that the Spirit of God wanted me to try to make an effort to really distinguish what he was saying. And a lot of times when we talk about the will of God, we can be we can be teaching people like, how do I know the will of God? How do I follow the will of God? But what I have seen rise up the most, I think, against um, walking out the will of God in people who really want to do that is a concept of situational Christianity. Yeah. And what I mean by that is this, is that we have to be a people that makes our peace with being people who will walk out the will of God no matter what. Yes. And that statement is very weighted because there is everything in our lives is on the table. When we, and if you just feel like I got saved and I go to church or whatever and I, yeah, of course I'm there. Like, no, that takes what I just said. It takes a journey into that reconciling. Like I have to reconcile that I'm going to be someone who loves God so much that I'm going to make my peace with always walking out the will of God. Kyle's going to talk about this more, but that scripture is kind of that there, there's one line in the scripture that really has been the cornerstone for us all this whole week and it's being to testify to the gospel of the grace of God like that was his whole that was his whole point if that's your starting point then of course our goal is not to just find out the will of God for my life and how do I bring about the will of God in my life but the starting point is that my whole life right now has to testify to the grace of the gospel of Christ yeah right yep so how do I do that because what, what, what I often see that we struggle with the most is situation by situation. We have a situation arise, 
And then we start to try to figure out what is God's will, right? Doesn't this sound familiar? And then what do we do? Decide if we're going <laughs> to do what it costs. Right, correct, um, correct. To walk that out, situational Christianity. So we are assessing the situation instead of reminding ourselves, you know what? I already made that decision. There are yep. so many times in my life that I stop myself and I have to say, no matter what the topic is, I already made this decision. Correct. That doesn't need to be on, on the table right now. I already made this decision that no matter what, I'm going to be holy for the Lord my God is holy. Yes. All right, so here's the situation. And it would, it would be harder for me to hold a holy line. Yes, correct. Because it's going to cost me something. People aren't going to understand. People don't have that same um, arresting yeah. <laughs> in their walks. Um, whatever, it's going to cost me a job. It's going to cost me a relationship. It's going to cost me something. And so what we do is we take our situational Christianity and we start to apply principles. Correct. And I'm going to turn this back over to you. We yeah. start to apply principles to what we're trying to achieve instead of remembering that my ultimate goal is to achieve being a walking, living, breathing testimony of the yep. gospel of grace, yep. which is truth and love. So how do I do that? So I just want to encourage you, church, to not just try to keep figuring out the will of God because when we do it like that, everything is always left on the table. Well, I don't, I don't even like, I don't even want to do that because of what I can see that's going to cause. Like, I don't even want to touch that. Right. I don't even want to go there. Like, we all understand what that feels like. But then what are we saying? We're saying that we can try to take pieces of the truth and call it love. But it's not love because love Correct. is everything that God calls it in 1 Corinthians 13. So we can't, like, just do a, give a portion of God to a situation and call it Christianity. That's situational Christianity. So what we have to truly do is make our peace with no matter what. My life is going to testify to everyone, whether yeah. I'm a boss, yep. whether I'm, I have a coworker, whether I'm a mentor, whether yep. I'm a pastor, whether I'm a leader, whether I'm whoever I am, my end game yep. is to testify of that gospel of grace. Now, in this situation, how do I go about yep. that? And what has he called me? Not just like what's the right thing to do or how close to the line can I get doing an acceptable Christian Correct. thing or a moral thing or an ethical thing because that will always that line will always move depending on who gets to define the line. The culture, exactly yes, right. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think the you know um, we are going to. By the way, we're gonna we're gonna do part two of this next week. So we're kind of uh, we're gonna be talking about some of the how tos a little bit next week. But before we can even talk about the how tos or the intricacies of living this yes. out, I think what you said is exactly right. We need to we need to get founded in the mm -hmm. what. Paul, the, like the in the center of this message is the what, and it's what mm -hmm. Paul always does. He builds. Yes. He has an intro and an outro, but it's all founded around this 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 center thing. Mm -hmm. And in, in verse twenty four. He said, "This is what my this is the will of God." And and can I just say this? Because I hear yeah. this so often. I know, but that's for Paul, or he was a preacher, or he was a pastor. No, Paul is saying, as a man or woman of faith, this is what is the will of God yeah. for our lives: to testify to the gospel of God's mm. grace, to testify. Not not right. just with our mouth. It's yes. actually a declaration of, yes. with our lives that every action, every conversation, every right. uh, interaction that we're having with life, yeah. that word to to testify actually means in the Greek to declare with power. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it's 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 a uh, to to testify in court. Yeah. 
Yes. So it's actually like when someone testifies in court in the midst of denial, right? In the midst of a prosecutor who's going to cross-examine you. Um, Paul is saying, I don't care what's coming at me. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to testify with power with my life. I'm going to declare with power with my life as I stand in the court of this world. For the truth. I testify to tell the truth. To tell the truth, the whole truth. Not just testify my truth. To, to God's message. Right. To uh, my job is to testify to God's message. Yes. And and the will of God, guys, is, when we have to grab it, is founded in the essence of God. Now stay with me for a moment. It's founded in the essence of God. And the, the, because anything that is not God, anything mm-hmm. God's not doing is sin. Anything that God, mm-hmm. if you want to understand, people say, I don't know what is sin. What is God not doing? What will God not do? That's it. That's it's that easy. But but what he is doing is what we should be doing. So the essence of him, mm. you know, from the very beginning of the world, D, from the very beginning, before the world began, God has always, the Father has always been revealing. His His whole purpose has been to reveal the Lamb and the love that the Lamb has for the world. Mm. His That's been the essence from, from before before there was. Wow. He, he, listen, before there, but, right, before yeah. there was time, he was already, he was going to reveal the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world to the world, before there was time. From, from the very beginning, Genesis 3, right, we have this fall. And uh, the, re- the result of the fall is God turns around and says, oh, I'm going to reveal the lamb. Do you know why? I'm going to put a blood sacrifice on Adam and Eve. I'm going sh- to give a shadow of what my son, the lamb's really going to do, the love he has for you by wearing this clothing. And then, 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 then he says, uh, from, from there to the, the bronze serpent. Do you remember the bronze serpent that's lifted up on the pole, right? God is revealing the lamb. Why? Because the serpent was lifted up in the wilderness so that anyone who was bitten by the serpent who was dying could be healed and made whole. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I was that serpent in the uh, that was on the pole in the wilderness. If I be lifted up, I will heal those who've been bitten by the serpent of the world. God has been revealing the lamb and the love of the lamb. Come on, from the foundation of the world itself to the ram caught in the thicket uh, that would replace Abraham's son to seal the covenant because God was saying a son needs to die, but that's the wrong son. Let me tell you about the lamb that's going to die. He's my son and that's the love he has for you that I won't cost you your son. I'll I'll give my son. Let me reveal to you before Jesus comes the lamb and the love of the lamb to the fourth man who was in the fire with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego kind of responding to faith. It was God revealing the lamb and the love of that he has for people before people exist. Before before people That's what existed. I was say. Like there had there was a lamb that was slain for people that didn't Be- exist. That didn't exist. This is what I was gonna say. The love of God is not in response to people. It, say it again. The love of God <laughs> is not in response to people. It preceded people. God already loves that's why I need to say to someone today, mm. that's why you cannot get God to love you. It is not in response to people. It preceded people. All you can do today is receive the love that's already there. That is the will of God. To reveal the lamb and the love that the lamb actually has for the world. That's why, do you remember when um, Jesus says to his disciples, I know I'm going to touch you. When, when Jesus says to his disciples, who do people say that I am? Yeah. And Peter says in Matthew 16, 17, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. And, and Jesus said, yup, do you know, you didn't come up with that your own. My father revealed it to you. Mm. Because the will of the Father is always to reveal the Lamb of God and the love that the Lamb of God 
brings. That's that's why in the that's why the that's why the will of God cannot be subjective. The will of God cannot be subjective because the will of God is always wrapped around this revelation, testifying, declaring. It doesn't matter what situation. Oh, I'm in the wilderness. That's all right. I'll declare the lamb. Oh, you're in a garden. That's and there's there's conflict. I'll reveal the lamb. Oh, you're in a fiery situation uh, where people don't like your decision. I'll reveal mm. the lamb. Oh, you're in a you're in a place where you want to worship me and it's going to cost you something. I'll reveal right. the lamb. That's why every situation we have to ask ourselves: Does my conversation today is it going to testify? To the Lamb? Is it going to testify to the love of God? Is is this the boundaries I'm putting on my relationship? It's not just, is, does the culture say it's okay? Does my generation say it's okay? Uh, am I going to try to keep the peace here? No, no, no. Does it testify to the, to the Lamb? Because that's the will of God. That's why Psalm 33 verse 11 says, The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of His heart are for all generations. Dude, that's why it can't be subjective. Yeah. You know, last week I said to you something that I said, you can't make someone love you. Correct. Yeah, great. Right? Yep, yes, correct. So you, you can't make someone love you. And you can't make someone not love you. Like, sometimes, you know, you, in, in the world there's that saying, like, mm-hmm. you, lo- you love who you love. Like, you mm-hmm, know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, someone's mm-hmm. like, you know, that person's the worst for you. And then the person's like, I can't help I, I love, love you, love, love, right? love, yeah. So... My point is, is that there's actually a lot of comfort in that when you think about it in terms of God, you can't make him love you. Correct. And you can't make him not love you. Yes. Because the word tells us that God is love. God is love. So it's not conditional. That's why we say that God's love is unconditional. It's not because he's, it's an act, an action that he's taking toward us. It's actually who he is. It's where the world even gets a concept that there is love. It's yes. because God is love. And there's a certain amount of peace that comes to that because, again, then certain things are off the table. Like, I, if I, it, and it makes it murky at the same time because when you're dealing with, do I really want to be a person that is sold out yeah. to having the type of ethics, we'll just intersperse words here, um, that will fulfill God's will no matter what it costs me. Like, it's easy to be that type of person um, in the theory. But when it, comes, when it comes to, you know, a lot of times then what happens is like, well, if I do that, is it like a, he's going to love me for sure? Correct. Like I'm earning something. Or if I don't do that, does that mean he's not going to love me? He's like, no, it doesn't mean either of those things. Love is settled. His love is settled. Yep. So if, it's not, if nothing's on the table of what I need to earn, now why would I do it? Yes. If my salvation can't be earned. Correct. I'm Correct. going to heaven. Correct. And God loves me. Correct. Why exactly am I trying to be someone who reconciles and makes peace with being someone who walked out the will of God if it's going to cost me? Because it reflects the Father. It's what He does. And that it's does not matter is. unless we care about testifying yes. of the gospel Correct. of grace to yes. other people. Because I already have my salvation. Correct. <laughs> and I already have His love. Correct. So I'm good. Correct. That's how we can. Like, we don't say these things out loud, <laughs> but this is what can. This is what can happen to us. And so, like, why then does it matter? Why do we push so hard 
to have a certain standard of holiness because this is all the stuff that we're talking about church. Because, but a holiness do so often we we identify holiness as what we shouldn't be doing rather than what we should be doing or, from yes. the standpoint of God is doing this yes. therefore holiness is doing what God is doing yes. if God is always revealing the lamb if God is always revealing the love of the lamb to the world yeah. his love for people then then not doing that yes is is being unholy yeah and I think that it's, we also think about holiness in terms of like, oh, I felt God's holiness on oh, yeah, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It happens at a yeah, service, a presence, in yeah. a church, at an event. Yeah. Like, but no, I mean, how we are handling our Tuesday. Yes. And all that our Tuesday is going to throw at us is our end game. Mm-hmm. That end game of, okay, my decision right now, the way that I handle myself, the way that I handle this situation, the way that I yep. handle my coworker right now, the way that I handle my job opportunity, the way that I lead people, my end game is going to be to testify of the grace of God, which is the truth and love. It's not just all grace. It's not just the way that people Correct. describe it. And it's not just um, all law. Yep. It's 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 truth with love. And that's how we find that steady. Correct. So, like, is that going to be my end game on Tuesday? Because... It shows up in everyday life, not just like what I experienced on Sunday. On Sunday, like do you know, so, it's just making this tangible. But I wanted to, I wanted to notate one thing, and then I wanted to make one point: is that next week we're going to talk about. Um, in it's incredible. This scripture, actually, if you take it verse by verse, yeah. which is what we're going to do, um, you can see what the will of God does for us. And the, the beautiful thing that I found, Jeez. like when I looked in that scripture, is that. Without like trying to or whatever, God. I mean, Paul lays out for us um, that when you walk in the will of God, this is what you're going to experience before you do that. This is what you're going to experience while, while you're, you're in the midst it. of yep. it, and this is what you're going to get to experience yep. afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it's just so like God that He would show us things, um, not to even because He doesn't have to convince us because we're, we're free to do Correct. what we're going to do. Um, but in His goodness, He shows us that there's a benefit, not just like being able to walk away and go. Well, I'm relieved. At least I know that I did God's will. I mean, everybody hates me, and I don't have that job opportunity anymore. And like, but but I did God's will. Like he's yeah. gonna, he's gonna, we're gonna break it down in the Word, and it's gonna show us. No, before you before you step into that decision, this is what you're gonna experience while you're doing it, yeah. and then afterwards, this is what you can look for. And I love that he included that. But the one thing I wanted to say here is this: is that I mentioned it, I think once before, but it really stands out to me constantly. So remember we were talking about uh, pre-pandemic life and post-pandemic life and how there's going to be a delineation. One of the biggest delineations for me is verbiage and what really reflects belief systems in America. Because up until February of 2020, our standard in America was this. Well, as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else. If it doesn't hurt anyone else, is it? It's fine. Whatever you want to do is what you want to do. Literally, this was without, just, it just was. It just, no matter what you watch. The news, you know, like, well, you know, I might not do that, or I right, might do right. this, but, you know, right. as long as you're not hurting anybody, yep. get and do it. Well, that somehow, in one fell swoop, became completely obsolete. It does not exist anymore in yes. America. You know why? Masks. You can see it show up in masks, right? Yes, Perfect correct. example correct. of it. So it's just like, well, as long as it's not going to hurt anybody. Well, if you don't wear a mask or you do wear a mask, it's going to hurt me. Yeah, well, I have a right to do whatever I want to do. Yeah. Like suddenly, without ever talking about it, without anyone ever discussing this, without, not, without it having a single platform on a news, you know, on any news forum, nothing, 
we as a collective society completely threw out the cornerstone of how we dealt with everyone. It used to be you do you as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else, you go for it. Now it's like absolutely not. And what it reveals is subjective ethics. Yes, correct. And yeah. it reveals yeah. what actually was always there. It just looked a lot nicer before Self. we had everything ripped away from ourselves. Self. So Self. it was like, yeah, like I might not do that, but as long as you don't hurt me, I'm good yeah. with that. And it, but because what we're really saying is, is as soon as you impede, would that be the word, yeah. on my rights or my sense of whatever I'm entitled to, we're going to have a problem. But it sounded so accepting, didn't it? Yeah, it's always... It's, it's all good. It's always about it's ourselves first. It's all good. It's yeah. all good. It's all good. But that's subjective ethics. And why is that a problem? Because it's in the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Capital yep. C, yep. it's in the walls of the church. Yep. It's why you can be having conversations with other believers at times and be like, I don't know how we're not speaking the same language. What happens is, is that we have hit a roadblock of cost. Yes, correct. Because if we have not made our peace... And reconcile that I will live according to the will of God because I want to bring testimony to others of his grace. If, no matter what, if we haven't made that resolve, then when we have yeah. conflict yep. with someone else, yep. everything is on the table. So we have subjective ethics that have walked through into the room. And when you have a society that strengthens that belief system, then what you feel like you are in is what you are in, which is the minority. Yeah. Holding the line according to the scripture instead of holding the line according to society. Yeah, I, look, I mean, the issue is when we start with, when we start with self-preservation mm -hmm. and situational subjectivity, the end result is always going to be implosion. Yes. Uh, always. They're, 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 the wages of sin is death. When yes. that, when they're, they're, you can't get around it. It's not just the wages of sin is death eternally. The wages of sin, when we actually go outside of what God has for mm -hmm. us, is actually self-implosion in mm -hmm. the way that we lead. It'll lead us to this place of, destruction um it reminds me of of uh of of like do you remember when um in first kings 19 when when elijah wins this great battle right yes and then jezebel the queen yes. says oh oh no i don't like what you did the government the governing force the outside authority tried to intimidate him and said i don't like what you did and he got so intimidated mm -hmm. by the situation he was bold in one place and then got so afraid he wanted to preserve himself. Yes. He runs to this cave and he, he literally never has another significant moment. Wow. He never has another significant moment in the kingdom. Um, the wow. next significant moment he has is basically uh, the uh, Elijah uh, giving the, yeah. his, his power to Elisha. Um, and wow. there's there's we see this all the time when all this power happens when when all this outside situational self let me preserve myself let me keep myself first um, let me determine how I'm going to respond really by the pressure that's around me um, Joshua ten there's another story where uh, five kings come to battle Joshua mm -hmm. and uh, they 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 start to lose. And so they run into this cave, just like Elijah did. They run into this cave, and they think they're going to be safe there. Uh, they make this decision to self-preserve, and Joshua comes and rolls a stone in front of the cave. Mm -hmm. And and the thing, the 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 cave that once was uh, their protection now become that now became their prison. And I think that's what happens to us many times is mm -hmm. when we make decisions out of self-protection, out of situational subjectivity, Ooh, the things that we, where we put ourselves into, the caves of protection we put ourselves in, the caves of preference we put ourselves into, the caves of isolation that we put ourselves into, the things that we used to think will protect us become the things that actually imprison us. We need and, to talk about this more in another day because you're, you know, my...
my one of my greatest Achilles heels yeah. is self protection. We all have our different oh, yeah. versions of it or whatever, um, and we all handle it differently. Um, some people self preserve and they strike out, and yeah. some people recoil. Yeah. Um, and we should talk about that more because I especially I think. think I mean, I know we didn't we just stop in the middle of this, but no, no, no. We should let, let's talk. We're going to talk about that church in the future because especially. Um, with, I believe, the months that we're going to be walking into for various reasons. Yep. Uh, I think that it's going to be really important because I think life is going to lend itself to that cave life. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, and so we have to... But that's why this has to be settled, Dave. Yeah. It has to be settled because if I'm walking out God's will, regardless of the pressure around me, um, do you realize a, 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 a submarine will implode when the pressure outside becomes greater than the pressure inside. Mm. Um, a life will implode when the forces that we experience outside become greater than the force of the Spirit of God inside, the will of God inside. That's what's going on. That's why our lives are imploding. It's not because the enemy is so strong. It's not because the world and sin is so strong. It's not the forces mm. on the outside. It's inside. That's yeah. why Paul says, I will not shrink back. He says, I won't shrink because mm. I've settled this thing inside of me. Matthew 7, 24, right? It's the rock that I founded my life yes. upon is this will of God. How do I testify and declare with everything that I'm doing mm. about the lamb and the love, uh, the love that the lamb brings into the world? How do I do that? It becomes the rock of this. So every conversation I won't shrink from, the, the situations that have uh, pressure on me, I won't shrink from because the mm. force inside of me is greater than the force Outside, I mean, do you remember when we, when you and I were little, we had shrinky dinks? Oh, I love shrinky them. dinks are awesome. They, for some of you may not know, Google and they were awesome. They were these toys where you would cut out like little images and things like Batman or Wonder Woman or song. whatever. Was there a song? Was there I can't a remember the song. song. Shrink. Yeah, all oh, I hear definitely. is like right. Somebody will. Oh, don't do that. That's stuck in my head. But shrinky dinks were great until you put them in the oven, and then when you got in the heat, they shrunk. And, and for me, that's exactly what happens um, because, listen, there wasn't a substance inside of them that kept them from shrinking. The substance yeah. inside of us, Paul says, is the Spirit of God. He said, I will not shrink. That Greek word means I will not retreat. It's a military term. When the battle comes, mm -hmm. I will not retreat. It's in the midst of the battle. This is what will happen. How does this happen, D? And we're going we're, we're gonna to wrap in just a second. But I'm just saying, how does this happen? Because he says, the Holy Spirit constrains me. Ooh. My relationship with the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. constrains me. The Spirit gives me direction and then communication. Mm -hmm. He gives me direction. You're going to Jerusalem. And then in every city as I go along the way, he's communicating, communicating, communicating. He is both the, the, the roadmap and the GPS as we go. That's what God is doing. He's restraining me. You and I said the other day that that picture for me is, oh, is when, I, when you get on a roller coaster. Remember when you get on a when roller coaster? When I get on a roller coaster, <laughs> see that goes on. If it's not like it's a small world, she ain't getting on it, right? So uh, when you get on a roller coaster, you know there's going to be uh, turns, twists and turns, upside down, various speeds. So they put the restraining harness on you, right? The restraining harness. The restraining harness. Uh, it, it keeps you, come on, from flying out. It keeps you moving in the right direction while you're. While your life is being twisted, turned upside down. Now, you and I have to choose to get on the ride. The restraining harness isn't a restriction. The restraining harness is a restraint that's put in place on our life so that we can actually go through all the things we've got to go through to get where we want to go. That's what the Holy Spirit does in our lives. But can I just say this? You and I can't get on the 
loop going upside down and then reach for the restraining harness. No. That restraining harness better be on your life before you yes. hit the loop. Because if not, your life's going to implode. And that's why Paul says, mm. I need the Holy Spirit. That's why it says in Ephesians 6, 18, I'm going to pray in the Spirit on all occasions. Mm. That's why John 16, 13 says, man, I got to go to the Spirit because the Spirit will lead me into all truth. That's why, the, that's why in Ephesians 5, I mean in Galatians 5, 25, Paul says, since we live in the Spirit, let's keep in step with the Spirit. Mm. Do you ever saying this week to some of the guys, that word for keeping in step doesn't mean just say keep up with. It actually means put your foot where my foot is. I love that. Put your foot where my foot is. Mm-hmm. When uh, I, I, you know, I read a lot of World War II kind of stuff, and um, in World War II during Normandy invasion, when they got on the beaches, the the beaches were filled with um, minefields, and in order to get to the safety of the other side, mm-hmm. every soldier would step in the footprint of the yep. soldier in front of him. See, that, what, that's what we need to learn to do. If the Spirit, from the very beginning, has been revealing the Lamb, testifying to His grace, mm-hmm. that's the footprint. If the Spirit has always been walking in holiness, that's the footprint. If the Spirit has always been encouraging people, not tearing them down, that's the footprint. If the Spirit has always been uh, to love those who persecute you and pray for those who are your enemies, that's the footprint. Mm-hmm. Like this is the footprint that it's not just how it's not waiting for me to get into the minefield and then look for the footprint. Yes. It's me knowing that there's a minefield. This society's a yes. minefield. This pandemic's a minefield. My goodness, this election's a, lot, a minefield. Mm-hmm. This racial tension is a minefield if we are not because there's there's explosions getting ready to happen on every side. You better find the footprint of the master. I think, too, that it's going to be vital more than ever to look at each other, look at brothers and sisters of the word, and not look at them as your enemy when there's iron sharpening iron. Correct. Um, I can think of you know people who are close to me that um, we, in, both, in both directions, we've had things where it's like, oh, okay, I don't like that, what I just yes, saw. Yes, correct, What correct, you just highlighted correct. to me about me. I'm like thinking about one thing in particular, but I was like, you know what? I receive that. And the, the, the reason that you can sometimes receive is because your brain, without even realizing it, and your spirit are taking analysis of the person that is talking to you. And it's correct, like, you know correct. what? That person represents the heartbeat of Christ so well. Not perfectly, but so well. And I know their intention. And so them sharing that with me is for my good. And let me listen and let me learn and let me grow and let me stretch. And so it's important that although our, our every footstep, like what Kyle was saying, is is what our footstep has to be in that master's footstep. Correct. But there's going to constantly people that are like, oh, totally. Trying to push you out totally. of that footstep. And the, the beautiful thing to remember right now is there is a remnant. There are other people around us side by side that are also trying to Correct. match their footprint in the master's footprint and find strength in men and women of God who hold to holiness as their standard, even above reproach, even when it's hard, even when it's challenging, because I'm telling you, you're going to be grateful that you are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses when you've taken your last step. I'm going to just say this because I think someone needs to hear it. When we try to keep the peace, it will give you a break in the moment. Oh, but true. when you make the peace, it'll give you a blessing for eternity. That's true. Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers, yeah. 
my friends, listen, you cannot try to keep the peace with your broken self. You cannot try to keep the peace with uh, a broken li- a broken lifestyle mm-hmm. that's out there, a broken generation, trying to keep the peace with broken lives. It's, yeah. We have to make peace. And that's why Paul says, I, I won't shrink because I know there's a battle there. Mm-hmm. But I want to be able to look at my friend. I want to be able to look at my son, my daughter, my wife. I want to be able to look at my coworker and say, your blood I can't, your blood's off my hands because I have testified to the Lamb. I have declared with power Mm -hmm. with my life to you, even at times when you didn't like it, appreciate it, or want it. But I have testified to the Lamb and the Lamb's love for you at every turn. Yeah, Paul didn't get to say that, be like, well, your blood's off my hands. It was after he had given every portion of the holiness of God that he carried into other people to give them the opportunity Correct. to embrace that relationship. And we have yeah. to wrap up. Guys, like, do, yeah. I just love yeah. the fact that, you know, because we can be so brazen and we could Correct. be. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I, yeah. Yeah, look, he, he it's said, on you. He said that too. Like, we don't know the we don't know the tone in which he said it, but knowing who he is, it had to break his heart because his whole intention was to give his life away to get as many people to come unto Jesus as possible. Correct. And he knew that when he left, not all of the people that he desired 100%. to reach would come unto Jesus. And that can only break your heart if that's how you're living. If you're living that kind of life, it only breaks your heart. You see all the people that have come unto Jesus, but you see the people, people who have who not as well. He was going to Jerusalem, and he's going to be arrested by the people and he knows he's not going back. Yeah, yeah, he knows he, exactly. His last he's chance, going to be arrested so by people he loves who aren't going to come I to Christ. I say that yeah. because I always heard that so harshly yeah, until correct. you understand. Like we like have Pontius to be Pilate. able, yeah. And at the end of our lives, we the only way that we ha- will be able to say something like that is if we have left it all on the field for the people that we live life alongside of, that we serve alongside of, that we work alongside of, that we lead alongside of. All of those things. Like we have to give them the entirety of the testimony of the gospel of grace through our everyday life. Yeah. All right. Hey guys, we we uh, we we we're gonna pick this up next week a little bit more. But you know the truth is, the greatest will that God has for you is for you to know Him. Yes. Um, unhindered. Um, and Dee said earlier, you know, sometimes we confuse religion and Christianity, and religion is our attempt to get to God. Um, and the Bible says we'll always fall short. Yeah. Um, the wages of sin is death. Uh, but the gift of God, that verse says, is mm-hmm. eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. It's, it's a gift of faith. He wants, he wants you to know his love, and his love comes only through Jesus. And so today, if you find yourself far from God, or maybe you've backslid, and maybe you've walked away from God, maybe you knew him as a kid, or, or even as an adult, and uh, find yourself at distance from him, close that gap today. He's ready. Just turn. All you got to do is turn around and he'll run to you. That's what the word says. So this is how we're going to do it. We're just going to pray. Mm-hmm. And in our prayer, it's us turning around. Yeah. And, uh, and in faith, we know that the Father is running to us. So don't stay distant from him today. Mm-hmm. His will is for you to know his love. Come on, let's pray together. Mm-hmm. 
Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, here I am today. I've come to give you my life. I willingly turn around. I willingly come to you. And I'm asking you, Jesus, to be the Lord and Savior of my life. Forgive me of all my sins. Forgive me for trying to control my own life. I give my life to you. Fill me with your spirit. Make me your child. Today I choose to testify of your love. Now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen and amen and amen. And all of heaven is partying for you if you just prayed that prayer. Whether it's your first time or your hundredth time, heaven is partying right now. Love it, love it, love it. We have a free book that we would love to send your way if you want to send us your uh, info, your name and your mailing address uh, to the link provided there. We have a free book, and it just kind of helps you understand what that means that we talked about. Like, oh, I heard the thing about religion and Christianity and what's the difference. Yeah, it's so what good. What do I this do now great. or what did I just say or does this mean like I have to move away in some foreign <laughs> land or all of those yes. like, normal things that come up. We would love to send that to your way. It's called The Surprise of Your Life. So just send your info, and we'll send that out to you. Yeah, send it to uh, prayer at the Connect Church. It should be there uh, as well. It's forward. It was written by uh, our, our friend Carson Wentz, uh, who helps his foundation, the AO1 Foundation, partners with us as we do Thy Kingdom of Crumb. Uh, food truck uh, and food giveaway, which is coming up Saturday yeah. uh, at the Connect Church again. Um, and uh, it starts at noon. Um, so I think it starts at noon. Uh, pay attention. I think I just got a look. I'm fairly sure it starts at noon, but <laughs> I said that last time and it got me in trouble. Pay so attention pay attention to social, social media. media. You'll find out what it is. And there's a lot of um, actually special things that's going on this week. Yeah, so that much. That you're going to want to go on to TKC Truck or Thy Kingdom Crumb Food Truck um, social medias and be a part of what's going on there. And I won't say anything else, but it's very special. <laughs> it's so, yeah. so special. It is. Uh, and uh, hey guys, we, we want to continue to worship the Lord yeah. with giving right now. And I know for many of us, uh, this is kind of maybe the time that we can just click off uh, of the video, but I, 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 part of the will of God for our life is, as Paul says, mm -hmm. how do we live it in such a way as other people, helping other people to mm -hmm. be able to receive this? And that's, that's what your giving does. Given it shall be given, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Uh, there's a running over aspect that when we give, there's a running over aspect into other people's lives. It runs out of our life and into yep. someone else's life. And that's what this is doing. Uh, your, your giving during this time is really important. Mm -hmm. It's helping us to continue do to, to do this uh, in a time when we don't, as well as get the church together, yeah. uh, the buildings together, all the stuff that God is doing uh, through Forge and the women's uh, Bible study that's coming up and all the outreach that we're doing. It really helps. We're helping support people who are struggling right now yes. um, and giving money and giving uh, resources and giving time to people who are going through stuff because of uh, all of this, the crisis that, that's happening in the world. Your giving makes a difference. So if you just go to Linktree right there, right here, right now, don't put it off, don't wait, right here, right now, and just, uh, you know, just give um, and be a part of what God's doing. Amen. Amen. We appreciate that. We and really do. We want to uh, say, too, that, that oh, I forget. There was one other thing other than kids I was oh. supposed to say, and I don't remember. Well, uh, we'll remember later and put it on social media if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally Yeah, we are remember. opening up, by the way, TKC to, yes. for, for people to serve. Yes. Um, 
Yes, and so are you just going to leave that with me? Yeah, go for okay, it. Okay, all right. So. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Why not? So um, I don't know if it's actually, you can go on, maybe info at, how about shoot an email to info at thykingdomcrumb.com. Yep. And just say, hey, I'm interested in serving. We're going to open it up uh, to everybody that calls the Connect Church our their home. Yep. And you know what? If you have the ability to go like this, <laughs> if you have the ability to wave hold up people a sign. as they come in and hold up a sign and welcome people and smile so big that yeah. they can tell that you're smiling even under a mask, yes. it would be wonderful if you could help us out. Um, it's been a, it's, it's been beautiful, it's and we beautiful. would we would love for you to be a part of it. So you can again send an email with just like, hey, I'd love to do that. You're not signing up to do every run. Yeah. It would just be like, hey, I, you know what I have. We, and, and we're doing we're Tuesday, Thursday. I mean, we're doing Thursday, Saturday now. Every other week for uh, every yeah. other week. Right. Yeah, yeah, as it looks right now, and if, yeah. if the runs have been going so quickly that it's very short amount oh of time. Uh, we get there an hour before, and the runs have been then lasting like like a half an hour because like it's just. And can I just tell you guys, in this, you know, I'm a people person, um, and so I I love going and being a part of it. But in this in this world right now, where we're feeling isolated, and when we're not necessarily getting to see people get changed every week right. in, in service like this, although we right. hear about it and everything else. There's something very powerful about watching people come and be a part of it. People come and pick up meals for other people. Mm -hmm. we, we get a chance sometimes to pray for people. There's people that are coming back uh, week after week after week that we're growing in relationship with. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just, there's... The atmosphere. The is atmosphere is beautiful. holy. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's encouraging. So it just we, if you want to be a part of it, we would love to have you. So we're going to send it over to kiddos, kiddos now on our kiddos. YouTube channel. Our families, it's the last week. And next week we of start the great, the great Outdoors. So um, did I get that right? Okay. <laughs> Production's going to be this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. So we will see you Tuesday at 7 p.m. in our chat room. That's your time with Kyle. And just remember, 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 next week, 11 a.m., you're going to want to be with us live. Yes. There's some, some really cool know, stuff. Really cool things to talk to you about next week. So we love you, church. Thank love you, you church. for spending a little bit of your Labor Day with yes. us. Yes. God bless you. Have, have a great, great time. Be safe week. out there this we love week. Love you guys. Love you. We miss you awful. Uh,